Transgenerum Podcast. I'm Charlotte, one of your hosts. We actually have a new host, but sort of like a new host, but it's like a co-host, but like a co-co-host. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, hi Kate, our new co-co-host. Hello. Hi. I feel like I need to introduce myself. No, I know who you are. Three times, about three times on here. <laughs> and we've also got Chelsea. Hey. Our, our regular co-host. Yes. So the deal is, we're changing the format with the show, we... We're previously just trying to have on two guests every week. It was a little bit of a mess. It was hard to coordinate things. Um, we're going to make it so that we alternate between Kate and Rowan every week or so. Um, sometimes we might have two in a row if someone has scheduling issues, which should be fine. Um, and with that, we'll actually have guests when we have things that our guests should be talking about, which is, I think, I've heard from other podcasters that that is why you should have guests. And I was just like, yes, thank you, other podcasters giving me knowledge. So, welcome to the show. Uh, new format, very exciting. We also have like a new format where we're going to. Um, there's the Ask Transgender subreddit on Reddit, and we totally aren't stealing this idea from any other podcast. No, it's not been done before. Never <clears throat> been done before. But we're going to actually like have a little dialogue about questions on there and just sort of use it as a fuel for the fire. The fire in my soul, <laughs> my burning. <laughs> Trans rage. Did you pause as you thought between soul and loins? Um, I'll pick there's the other a one. lot of words that fit. There, there is a there. lot of words. I was thinking of belly. There's lots belly. of places yeah, that fire you can have in your belly. fire. Mm. Um, <laughs> often metaphorical. Often. Sometimes Not literal. Always. Sometimes you might actually be on fire. It could be fire in almost That's any literal place. Something you want to uh, check out. Don't don't recommend it. <laughs> All right. All right. You can uh, follow us on our social medias. Yes. We're there. We're all over it. We're, we're in at least two locations. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com uh, slash transgeneral. We also have a Twitter account at transgeneral. Uh, I've started using my Twitter again, so you can, you know, shoot me a line on the tweets. <laughs> Chelsea KJS and Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, I've got a Twitter as well. I'm at transprogrammer, um, just to let everyone that I interact with know that I am trans and also a programmer, so that when I come in being very angry at them about a situation, they know that it's either A, they're all bad at programming, or B, they're bad at trans stuff. So it's very handy for just those 140 character interactions. I'm very excited. You can uh, also check out our website to send us an uh, email through our form submission if you want us to talk to you directly or answer your questions on the show. We can do that. Uh, also, if you want to send us something and just give us some feedback or whatever, just let us know if you don't want it to be on the show. Um, I think that's an important little distinction to make. Uh, and from there, you can also find our Patreon. And there you can patronize us and help us pay for these microphones that we are now using that upped our audio quality heaps. Mm, it's heaps like, good. It's so oh, good. This is actually the first one that people will hear with the upped audio quality, though. Yeah, I, I'm also really excited for you all to hear the lost episode whenever that gets edited. <laughs> Why because is it lost? 
Um, it's lost because we really didn't have momentum on that episode. Everything was just kind of like umming and ahhing. And um, there was one good section that was about playing Bejeweled in dating sim games and just like playing Bejeweled with the intention of making um, making girls come. I love your face right now. I wish we could put it on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So there'll be a nice big like five minute section about that in the last episode. Okay. I think there was some gold in there. There was some some diamonds in the rough, but there's a lot of rough. Uh, Yeah. A bit too much rough. It's kind of like (laughs) the regular diamonds in the rough. Need to smooth it out a little. Yeah. Need to polish up those diamonds. This is something that people in the podcast don't know. I'm actually one of those um, people that goes outside I know, weird, right? And But I go outside and I look for fossils and gems and usually just like gold panning and stuff. So uh, I know all about diamonds in the rough and I can corroborate. When you go to the rough yeah. <laughs> and you, you rummage through and you fossick the, the rough, yeah, yeah. how often do you come across diamonds um, in, in that rough? Never so far. I found a ruby once. Oh, really? Yeah. So th- was it just like, was it cut? No, it was, cut, it was, just, <laughs> it was not cut. Someone just dropped she just it in found the a rough. ring. It was just like, just on somebody's finger. <laughs> the hands were rough. <laughs> and she took it off. And it was just, just like, on I lost it this. <laughs> just kind of like, should I report this? Like, no. Put the finger back where you found it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the finger. Take the jewels. Let's go. <laughs> the true Fossica's code. <laughs> Leave only footprints. Wait, no, that's not it at all. That's the exact opposite. That's completely, like, we take a lot of shit. Take everything. Everything. Now, there's this really cool spot near um, near Wollongong where I go, well, I say near Wollongong, two and a half hours out of Wollongong on the Shoalhaven River. There is this really nice spot called O'Allen Ford, and it's like an inland beach. I go there, and I take sand, and I put it in my pan, and I find little flakes of gold, and it makes me excited because I have weird predilections, I suppose. Is an inland <laughs> beach like a lake? No, no, it's uh, it's like an actual sandy, like, like there's a lot of sand and only a little bit of river. Is it like one of those occasions where the river becomes the ocean? No, like it's not. It's, it's really far yeah. up. It's really far up river from the mouth of the Shoalhaven River. There's a lot of silt going in. What makes of... it a beach? Sandy. Sand? Can you surf? Uh, I've never tried, but there are rapids. I would, I would welcome you to try. Would you like to come sometime? <laughs> I can't probably like paddleboard, but not surf. Yeah. Could, yeah, if it's flat. Good old paddleboard. I actually found out that there's like little um, freshwater crustaceans, yabbies in the. Oh, you like yabbies? <laughs> They're like really cute, aren't they? Um, is this for our international listeners? This is for don't a, yeah. know what a yabby is. Yeah, that's why okay. I explain every time I say yabby, it's freshwater crustacean. Isn't it like a lobster but less hard? Yeah, I'd say so, and also it doesn't uh, like pinch you as hard. And yeah, the, like generally a soft lobster. <clears throat> generally a soft lobster. Squishy yeah. lobster. <laughs> But these these ones were transparent, and I'd never seen them before because the river was always running a lot faster. But they like I just step into the river to gold pan, and they come over and just start nipping at my toes. I was like, "You fuckers!" That's r- at least they're not fake, though. You know, like because I don't like it when yabbies are pretentious or have this facade. Like I like it when they're transparent. Ah, oh, that was terrible. You actually had me considering, like, the social personas of yabbies. I was like, yeah, I think I'd prefer, like, a pretentious yabby. I don't want yabbies to interact with me. Yeah, like a yabby. And then the just, joke like, turned up. And I was like, mm. at, like, the edge of the tank, and it just, like, sticks its claws up and turns around. I'd like that. That'd be a good pet. It puts on its fedora. Oh, my God. Gross. And say... And its bow tie? Yeah. yeah. Dapper. 
little dapper yabby. That's very cute. It is kind of cute. It is really cute on a yabby. But anyway, there were yabbies in the river and they nipped my toes. It was really annoying. And a kid came over and they were like, hey, why were you yelling at the river? And I was was just like, there's crustaceans in there. They're like, can you catch one? And I caught one in my pan. They're like, wow, let me go get my brother. They came back and he was like, nice. He was like 20 or something. This kid was like five. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Nice, let's go. (laughs) Um, It was a fun day. Like, I'm glad Should we had this crustacean interlude. Wait, what? I'm glad we had this crustacean interlude. Uh, thank you. I, I do try to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to move on to news? Sure. Cool. Target did that thing. Thanks, Target. Uh, Target in the US has um, come out in, um, in support of... Uh, yeah, condemnation. I was going to say support of us, but I was like, no, it's actually specifically condemnation of the North Carolina bathroom bill. Um, and Target is willing to break the law so that they get customers. Thanks, Target. Very handy. Um, who was that person that was fired? Do you remember, Chelsea? A baseball bloke. Um, baseball bloke who is what's his name? name? Uh, Schilling. Chris Schilling? Story. Something like that. Something like that. It, like, not really worth getting his name right because he's a transfer. Um, so, yeah. What happened? Did what did he do? He did something transphobic. Um, no, he shared a transphobic article on his Facebook. And he got fired. He got fired. It was, like, incredibly transphobic. Um, yeah, they, he was suspended for racism, and now he's oh, been I fired for transphobia. Okay. Yeah. His, his name's Kurt. And from memory, like, he only just got back at the beginning of this year because he was suspended from saying racist stuff previously on his blog. Uh... It's good to see that this is becoming the new cultural norm. It should always have been. Mm. But, yeah, it's good to, um, like, the sports world's often seen as somewhere that's been hostile to the queer community, but it seems now there's a lot of stands being taken against mm. phobia, uh, yeah, phobic mm. language and that sort of stuff. So it's a nice change, change in the culture. Um, Sarah Palin's come out and oh, support of him. <laughs> So, after uh, sharing either the same or a similar meme, like meme. not meme, it was a meme. It's a hateful <laughs> meme. <laughs> hate memes. After <laughs> sharing hate memes, <laughs> like it's bad. It's like it's so funny. It's like weaponized memeing. I think um, Trump was like backflipped as well. He was like, "Hey, like North Carolina can do what they like." Um, no, started off saying. I don't think it's a good idea, but it was kind of like, I don't think it's a good idea because businesses are pulling out in classic Trump fashion. Yeah. Business is like the ultimate. And then he was like, no, the state can do whatever it wants. It was non-committal. But it, um, he was actually like kind of attacked by people like Palin and the other far right folk in America for, for that original stance. I wonder if that played into it. I'm cool with them in fighting. That's, that's great. I love yeah, when they That's why he's so weird. That's why what? That's why he's so weird though. Because they infight? No, because he doesn't have... He has such a vague, weird angle. It's like corporate. His angle is business. Mm. Like, and... It's not weird. That's just, like, right out there. It's, it's everyone else's angle, but with no veil. No, but it's like you have the left and the right, and then he sits on this tier above, which is business. Which just mm. dips into Capitalism. the left and the right and just, like, goes everywhere. Mm. Yeah. We won't take any stances. Weird. We'll just do business. Which is really bad in its own way. I think he's... He speaks to, <clears throat> like, he's a, he's kind of a good speaker because, and everyone can sort of understand where he's coming from. There's like no, like, pretense at all. Mm. Mm. 
uh, you know, most people disagree with the awful racist things that he says, but he communicates in a way that speaks to some people, obviously. Yeah. Do you want to move on? <laughs> Let's move on from Trump. Yeah, I really didn't want to end up going there, and I apologize for that. Um, do you guys have any mail? Because I like the mail. We do have... Um, let me pull it up. We should make a supercard of all the times we've ever said, let me pull it up. All right, so we've got an email from Cyan. Hi, Cyan. Um, so first question was, uh, what's the song that plays when the podcast starts? That is Lone Digger by Caravan Palace. Um, I really like it. It's a nice electro swing song. We have no right to that song whatsoever. No. Please do not sue us, Caravan Palace, yeah. and whoever you're... We are assuming we are using it under fair use, but like, please don't sue us if we aren't. We'll we'll change it up. We'll gladly we'll, just we'll please send us a threatening we'll pick email. Pick another one of your songs. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We'll we'll just risk getting sued by Laura Jane Grace next, and we'll just keep going until someone yeah. stops suing us. You know, it's just like the feel we wanted. Real electro swing. You know, suspenders doing the Charleston. Such a good song. That's that's kind of what I wanted to convey to our listeners <laughs> that we're having this electro swing party. And we're drinking whiskey. We it's will be. bootlegged whiskey. Episode 12, whiskey. Some Ew. kind of futuristic prohibition has, <laughs> has hit. And I brewed it in our bathtub. <laughs> and maybe bowler hats are involved. Or fedoras. Oh. It's your choice. I'm going to choose a bowler hat. I choose a bowler hat. Yep. Can I have like a flat cap? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I was in... Um, it's a good look. I was at Gallery Serpentine in Newtown yesterday. Which is like a steampunk song. Oh, yeah, I know that place. Yeah. Uh, there was a flat cap, and I really wanted it. And Amari told me I looked like a dork. I still wanted it, though. I didn't get it. You gotta just claim you're in a dork. I am a dork. Just, I know just I'm a own dork. it. Uh, yeah, I do own it. I'm wearing, own like, that I've got a Mad Max shirt on. Aesthetic. Look, if you're confident, you can do anything. Say, hello, world. This is me. <laughs> Life should be fun for everyone. Yeah. Fun for everyone. Yeah. You <laughs> can't miss out that line. It's important. The ooh, ooh yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Saddle Club. Never forget. Do you want to follow up with uh, the second? Yeah, look, I'll just paraphrase and like hone in on the thing I wanted to talk about. And that's uh, science looking to crossplay, which is cosplaying, but like uh, what cross gender? Because, you know, you're exploring the, uh, yeah, about being trans and stuff like that. So, I mean, the question is, is it really crossplay then? Dun, dun. But anyway, as far as everyone around you knows, it's crossplay, and I think it's really interesting. Like, I think it's a real avenue. I think a lot of trans people do it. Yeah. Um, I remember looking up like crossplay websites when I was younger because it's like, wait, one day I can do this. It's an awesome excuse. <laughs> uh, looking for excuses to what I thought was you know cross dressing, but was really just being me. Uh, on my last day of school, I actually wore the girl's uniform and stuff. So that was like, so cool. lol, it's a joke, right? Oh my God, I just remembered something. What did you just remember? I was at Supernova, which yeah. is a uh, a conference in Australia. It's kind of like uh, Comic-Con. We've also got Comic-Con now, so. Yeah, it's kind of not quite as good as those things. Really no offense, Supernova. Sorry, Supernova. It's crammed too many people. Yeah. Um, but I was at Supernova and do you know the anime? The anime. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Fuck. I'm- I've turned you. Did you say you anime again? No, no, Chelsea said anime last time. Yeah, I know. Did you say it? I accidentally <laughs> said it. Um, so I was at Supernova, and uh, if you know the melancholy, the melancholy of Harumi, 
Harumi Suzumiya? No, I don't. Okay. Go on. Um, it's like a really iconic anime by... Oh, God. I can't remember the studio name, but I love everything they do. Um, <clears throat> and I was looking at her school uniform because um, one of my TAFE teachers was like... We were always just like sort of... What was it? So we found out that he liked that anime. And so like I did my um, TAFE project... Uh, as a 3D animation thing where I animated like a Minecraft character doing the dance from the start of the anime. And then like for the last day of TAFE, I was just going to show up in the, the girl's uniform from that anime. <laughs> Did um, you? No, I no. didn't. It was $80 for like some cheap polyester shit. So that's why I didn't do it. Yeah, Otherwise I would have done it. Yeah. Um, and another thing that I remembered very recently was that like both Kate and I were actually really into this um, egg fic where like, someone had the ability to change genders. And we were both like, we really love this for the plot, but we don't know why. What is this? Key to her heart. Do you remember now? Not really. Okay. <laughs> it sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, like, for all you people out there that want to look up this stuff, it's also pornographic, which is why I said for the plot. Like, we really did like uh, it for the plot. <laughs> have I forgotten this? <laughs> How have you forgotten this? You're a total nerd. <laughs> Like, you actually contacted me after we broke up for that time that we didn't talk, and you were like, Charlotte, do you have any more of Keto Her Heart? What the fuck? <laughs> Good on past me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and the last thing was... Oh, damn it, I had another thing that should have tipped me off that I thought about recently. Just so many things. Oh, yeah, that's it. Um, but I've, met, I've probably mentioned this before, but... I'd actually started looking into buying dresses before I realized I was trans, but then I realized that I was trans on the day that I went to buy the dresses. There you go. Yeah, gender expression, gender identity, not exactly the same necessarily. They're not the same. I'm not saying they are the same. They're not the same, but like they are linked sometimes, maybe, and stuff yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, maybe a little. Okay, <laughs> spacing out about thing. the whole. No, no, it just took me a very long time to understand the difference. Oh, between yeah. gender expression and gender identity mm. and it wasn't until i was like kind of settled on my gender identity that i was able to separate the two like i don't know i think for a lot of people it happens the other way around mm. yeah maybe i i think that for a lot of trans femme people like it's just if people read you as a, a guy you've just got this really restrictive gender like you, you can't deviate from it very readily so i think maybe it might come the other way around and then like if you transition there's that onus on like you have to be super femme otherwise you're not really trans but for me it's rolled back so far that i'm super comfortable just whatever all over the spectrum the thing that i'm like sort of pointing out would be that like i was so like comfortable and probably like desiring to be feminine in ways but i never even considered that i could be trans and like that being a stereotypical thing I should have probably thought about it for, like, at least half a second. Whereas, like, for trans mask people, though, it's, like, it's so easy mm. just to be wearing, like, you know, quote-unquote androgynous, quote-unquote neutral clothing and not even Please have don't to... say quote-unquote for every word. No, because, like, you know, you know those words don't have to mean masculine, yeah. but in society they do, and it's so easy just to wear jeans and a T-shirt and not even question your own gender or have anybody question your gender. Mm. But... It's different the other way around. Yeah, it really is. And that's an extension of misogyny. Woo. So the other thing I wanted to highlight is that, like, if, you, if you're testing the waters by cross-dressing or cross-playing to see how people react, I don't think it's a very good litmus test. 
because some people are like, haha, it's a joke. It's not real. That's funny. It's entertaining. It's, you know, that's not really you. It can be a far cry from people's response when you actually come out as trans. Yeah, um, that's very true. The standard is very different. So I know it's something that played on my mind. Hey, let's test the waters. But it's not something, no, the whole thing of, oh, you want to do this all the time. That sort of You never want to response. take that dress off? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it has that air of like, oh, well, if you do that in your own home, in private, that's okay. Whatever it's people do behind me, whatever closed you do doors. Behind closed doors. <laughs> but like, then you're like, no, this is actually who I am. And they're yeah. like, no, well, I don't like it. Stop mm. shoving it in my face. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm not against having trans people in media, but why do I have to keep shoving it in my face? Oh. Like, can we just corral all the people that have used that line and literally shove things in their face? But why do they think it's <laughs> just shove all their faces into each other? Yes. <laughs> why do they keep using it? Shoving it in my face is the term that's so often used. And it's like, geez, that's kind of like aggressive imagery that you're using there. Yeah. Isn't it? It's oh, like, yeah, it is true. I really like that article that you put up on Facebook. The, uh, the one about pandering. Yeah. That was yeah. so good. If you want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so, and before we move on, Cheers, Cyan, for that email. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Cyan. contact. Hit us up you on know, the Twitters. You're one of our originals. OGs. <laughs> Original listeners. Uh, OLs. We're glad to have you on board. Okay, moving on. Yeah, so this, uh, this article came via the Mary Sue, I think it was, and it was basically this idea that every time people complain, be it Star Wars with strong female leads, trans characters appearing in your RPGs, um, they're calling it pandering to like pandering queer to people. audiences. Anytime it's not like a cis white man that adheres to like one of a few personality traits, it's like they act like it's being forced down their throat rather than like these writers just actually wanting to either represent their own identities or their friends or something different or any number of reasons. They think it's like some kind of political agenda, mm-hmm. and it kind of like asks the question: No, like straight white men have been represented in all the media they've ever consumed as default that they just come to think of it as the norm yeah and now you're upsetting the status quo it's like no you're the one being pandered to they know that if you put like a woman on a cover or something you probably won't go see it and that's on like you and your demographic sexualized oh yeah of course like oh i can't relate to women it's like what so everyone else who ever plays video games watches sci-fi movies reads comic books has to identify with men though Mm. so if you can't yeah it's but it's cool if you put layer in like gold bikini and then on the cover of on the poster of star wars 5 then they'll go see it that's fine it's because they're not being asked to relate to Leia though no they're asked to objectify her yeah (laughs) yeah i just don't understand how people can't relate to people across there's always some kind of trait or something like we're not they're being shot at i don't understand because they're a woman yeah i mean there's obviously things you're not going to understand there's obviously things that like you know any different intersection of oppression or whatever you're not going to understand but there's shared experiences there sometimes like hey they might be the wisecracker making jokes and it's like i can relate to that even though their life experience is really different like why is it so hard to do it's just like that demographic is not used to trying Mm. though and when you're not used to trying like and especially when it's so easy not to try there's just no reason to like not engage though like, it's so easy just to engage with the 99% of all the other media and then kick up a fuss about this one thing that's doing a different thing. But they really wanted to enjoy that one thing and now it's done a different thing and they would like to cry, please. 
How about they, they just don't they make can't enjoy it any now, more though. media? No media. Just no more. <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't like the diverse media, so we're taking it all away. It's been confiscated. <laughs> you can't look at anything anymore. Just sit in the corner, take a long, hard look at yourself. Yep. We're taking your toy blocks, we're taking your little racy cars, and you're gonna have to go sit in the corner and think about what you've done. No computer time for the next month. You're not allowed to harass women on the internet for the next month. But Too like, real. like Ghostbusters yeah, coming kind of... back. Do you think Ghostbusters could have maybe even ever come back unless they did this reboot? No. Mm. It would have been a total flop and a waste of time. You know, the, the, the Ghostbusters video game was actually like voice acted by the original yeah. cast. Yeah, and it was pretty much Ghostbusters 3. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. So we kind of already got that one. We did. I mean, Ghostbusters 2, let's face it, it wasn't a masterpiece. I stopped watching after a little while like, and I was only like great. 15. It has its problems, sure. But, like, it wasn't, you know, the gold standard of anything. Mm. And it, it, give it a crack. Let's try something new. Why not? Like, I love it. I really wish more reboots would just recast people as a different gender. That's... What's the problem? Like, why do people have to make such a shit fest about it? Well, I have a vague problem with it. Really? Yeah, it's just that, like... I mean, it's a very specific non-binary point of view. But, like, everybody's all like, oh, look, there's a female Ghostbusters now. Mm. We, we, we're done. We've won. <laughs> we are all so the not genders done. have been represented. Really... <laughs> like, there's a Ghostbuster for every gender now. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it, just, it just, yeah, it's just like a pet peeve I have. It shits me when people start talking about gender equality. Mm. But they're only talking about mainly cis women. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I agree with that. Yeah. But that's not what it is at all. I, like, I've really cynically just resigned myself to never seeing representation of anything near my gender in media. Like, I should be getting, like, more mad about it, but just sort of just I don't expect own. it to ever happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's the problem. That's, that's the argument that these guys make. Oh, if you, want, if you want media that represents you, just go make it. Like, if, you, if feminists want video games of women, why aren't they making it? And then someone makes it, and then they kick up a fuss. <laughs> this is like a double bind where you can't win. Hmm. Look, we talk about video games a lot. I'm sorry. We it's do. Just the next podcast is going to be on video games. That's the plan, unless we use it for all the stuff now, oh. which could be bad. No, I don't think we will. All right, what do you want to do now? Um, we could go on to our topic. <laughs> we could start. Let's we do could, the topic. We could start the podcast, and now we play the, the theme music. <laughs> no. Oh, I again. want to. Play it again. That was just, what is it, the prologue? That was just the prologue. The shit bit before that nobody reads. We could have a second piece of music that divides up trans and gender. That's cool, I like it. People just stop listening, though. They'll just play, all the trans is done. Oh, well, it's up to people. I think the general's pretty funny. I think the general's (laughs) battle. It's kind of like, pow, this is all the awful stuff happening in the world. To do with trans people, uh, we're going to talk you bring about it in for the hug with the stuff. general. Bring it in for the hug, a nice consensual hug, nice consensual hug with the listener. We we reach out to your headphones and ask you if you want a hug, and you're like, yeah. That's what the and music then, is for. And yeah. sometimes the you're like, no. for like, and do you like, want a hug? That's cool. That's why we asked. Have some chill music and some nice banter. Mm. <laughs> hey, let's get into trans.
in the trans general again. <laughs> so we were in deeper. general, we're back to trans. Well, it was kind of trans related. Yeah. It we was were, just small We were at topic. the same time trans and general. We were trans general embodying it in the first half of this podcast. No, but it's like ice cream. It's like vanilla ice cream with like chocolate chips in it. Yeah. It's Neapolitan ice cream, but the choc Neapolitan ice cream, that's chocolate yes. vanilla and vanilla choc chip. Perfect. Ooh. Pow. That's there real? There you go. That's, that's the thing. best ice cream available. Wow. What about honeycomb? Yeah. Uh, Chocolate milk chip. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, right. Let's do this. Okay. So we're going to talk terminology again. We've done it a bit. We've used lots of words. And if you've started from square one with trans stuff, we've probably left you in the lurch a little bit. Uh, oh yeah. This uh, this idea actually came from a podcast that I was on uh, a few nights ago. It hasn't gone up yet, but I think it's called Retrospective. The name was still being changed around a little, but I'm pretty sure it's been. Solidated as retrospective. It's not Nintendo Game Boys. I did suggest that on the podcast itself. (laughs) No, damn it! I suggested it either before or after the podcast. Ugh. Um. I'm gonna listen to this podcast. Oh yeah, it's like it was a lot of fun. We didn't actually really talk about um. We didn't talk about any kind of programming for very long. Actually, it was just a lot of um, life stuff. A lot of talk about Asperger's. We should plug it at the end of this. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so yeah, that's just shout out there. Also, I wanted to say shout out to Haskell for Mac, which is a really cool, um, editor for the programming language Haskell, because I said I would shout out to them because I did shout out to them on the other podcast. Um, it's really cool. So if you have a Mac and you do want to get into functional programming because you think it's cool because I talk it up all the time, then you have been sorely misled, but here is a cool, uh, development environment for it. So now on to our actual topic. Now back to this topic, which I teased so briefly. Okay, so we're going to go over some terminology. Uh, we're taking it from the GLAAD Media Reference Guide, and we're going to talk about what we agree with and what we disagree with with the terms that they've used and how they describe them. Um, Are you we okay with like just pulling out um, a, um, a bit to do our word of the day with? So we'll do the word of the day and then go into the rest of these, which are all pretty much words. Well, the whole thing will be our big old word of the day. Which okay. are all pretty much words. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure they're entirely words? I'm, they are. And this, this also will function as an extended version of our words of the day podca- um, segment that you all love so much. Let's do a word of the day podcast. Uh, word of the day segment. Turns into a podcast. We've been getting your emails constantly. I, I've counted at least 56 saying... Word of the day, word of the week, whatever we call it on that particular podcast is the best segment. It's the best one. Keep doing it, please. I love the little sound bite. I've had about 25 saying just that. Sound bite's great. Smiley face, winky face. Winky smiley face. Winky smiley face. <laughs> Backwards smiley face where you use the letter C. Why, why do people do that? Because it's, it's cute. It's backward. The mouth is like... Also, it stops like corporate Facebook and stuff from turning it into one of their That's fair. emoji. Emoji? Em- emoji. Is that like... It's the plural. Uh, that just reminds me of Magi, and I don't actually remember what that's from. Is that from like... It's from an anime. It's from an anime. <laughs> oh, shit. That's from Evangelion. And Is then it? also, it's from Christian history. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, going to say. Like the three, it's the three, the three wise, wise guys. Yeah. But like in, in Evangelion... <laughs> <laughs> the three wise guys. <laughs> And then one of them approached and said, well, actually. <laughs> um, the three wise mansplainers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, podcast title? No, it's terminology. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, 
Tramnology. Tramnology. Transmonology. Trans is better. Transmonology. Trams. 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 <laughs> what did the say is what of the day is trams? Um there's That's a lot the of them in Melbourne. Streetcars. Streetcars, yeah. That's I guess we're done. <laughs> hey, let's actually do this thing. Let's get in there. Alright. Who wants to start? Are we we're gonna do the thing that we we're said we're gonna do. Doing the thing. Yep. Yeah. I've run out of jokes on the topic. The first one is sex. Oh. Um. Let's talk about oh. sex, baby. <laughs> 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 Gotta stop there, so we don't have to pay. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So Glad calls it the classification people as male or female at birth. Infants are assigned to sex, usually based on appearance of their external anatomy. I'm gonna say it's more than usually. I'm gonna say that's much. pretty much it. Yeah. Um, and that's what's written on the birth certificate. However, a person's sex is actually a combination of bodily characteristics, including chromosomes, hormone, hormones, internal and external reproductive organs, and secondary sex characteristics. Um, this one's not too bad. Hmm. Like, it's true. What they say is true. But the problem I have with, like, sex as a classifier is that it's literally entirely made up. Yeah, it's a social construct as much as gender is. It's like... I don't know. Yeah, for me, it feels like even more of a social construct because, like, myself and a lot of people that I know, like, have an acute feeling of gender, and like, it's a thing that impacts us in our in our daily lives. But like, the whole like sex construct, nobody even knows if all of their sex characteristics line up. Yeah. No, not at all. Unless you like, get your like chromosomes tested yeah. or your hormone levels checked out, or like, it's such a made up thing you that nobody even... even knows if if everything aligns. Mm. It's so true. And I think that like modern science is kind of aware of that. And people who ever try and use like, we'll come to this later, we'll come to the term biological sex or genetic sex, whatever you have, um, is like, it's just not good enough to describe. But people who want to somehow- Fuckers on internet forums. Yeah, argument. But no, like it's, it. this is the science, even though it's not where the science is now. Natural and immutable. Yeah, it is not. Nope. It just, all it does is end up like- holding your position as a cisgender person higher. Yeah. That's all you're really doing. I like that science did come full circle from, like, we need to classify this to, like, oh, we can't classify this. We're going to have to put it back to the people to decide. Yeah. Anyway, next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, who wants to do the next one? Yeah, okay. Cool. The next one is gender identity, which is defined as one's internal, deeply held sense of one's gender. Gender identity, also better known as GID. That's gender. And that's the disorder. That's a disorder. Oh. That's what I said. You got a little giddy. Which, according to this, is an outdated term. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, what? Um, for transgender people, their own internal gender identity does not match the sex they were assigned at birth. Most people have a gender identity of man or woman, bracket, or boy or girl, end bracket. For some people, their gender identity does not fit neatly into one of these two choices. Unlike gender expression, gender identity is not visible to others. How do we how do we feel about gender identity? Um, I feel like I've got one. What about you? Yeah, I've got one. Yeah, cool. I've Chelsea. got one. Yeah, yeah, I've got a gender identity, but not everyone has one, and I think that doesn't really get highlighted by this little description here. Like, it's kind of weak on the whole non-binary thing. It does not fit neatly into one, or maybe it just doesn't fit into either, or maybe it fits into both. That's mm. the thing. Like, non-binary is often like non-binary identities are often just like I don't know, explained or categorized as a mess. Or it's a confusion. And like, yeah. I've literally, like, as soon as I like kind of came to a conclusion about my gender, from that point onwards, I was hardly ever confused. Mm. Like, it's, it's not gender fluid. It's not confused. It's just a, a 
a different it's categorization. It's just complex. It's like with it's it's essentially like how people feel with math. Like, oh, I couldn't work <laughs> that out. Like, no, it makes perfect sense. You just didn't care. Like, people just don't do the getting... work to figure out the, like how gender can be like a four dimensional matrix thing. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, not by ready which to invest I mean, in this math metaphor. By which I mean, like, you can have a mix and match of any number of genders and you can have it be uh, any scale from zero to 100%, like the amount that you feel it, and you can have... Um, not only can you mix and match it, but also all of the gender that all of the genders that you feel can be at 100% or at 0% and, like, that kind of thing. I've actually wanted to make an app that models it to try and teach cis people how it works. Okay. But even that, I mean, like, I feel like even whenever we try and talk about this sort of stuff, doesn't really even encompass it because it's potentially infinite. Like, everyone's is potentially different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, I, I, I kind of want to model it in such a way that, like, if the gender's not on there, you can add it too, and then you can, like, still find a way to model all of it. Like, I, I, I know that it's kind of restrictive, but I just want to find every possible avenue of human thought that can... I just find I it's cool to model things. It's kind of a large task. It is. Like, oh, all of human thought, I want no, to no, model no. it. Every possible avenue of human thought surrounding gender. <laughs> I'm, you know what? Hats off to you. Good luck. I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, okay. Um, what else is there in this thing to unpack? Gender uh, expression. Gender identity is not visible to others, like that one. There's no way to know by how someone presents what their gender identity mm-hmm. is. Uh, yeah, it's very personal. Unless you look real close, like in their eyes. Like real close. Alrighty. Uh, yep, next one. <clears throat> gender expression? Yeah. Okay, so that's the external manifestations of gender expressed through one's name, pronouns, clothing, haircut, behavior, voice, or body characteristics. Do we completely agree with that? External manifestations of gender. Mm. Probably. Because, like, expression is an external yeah, it's verb. How like, it's outward. Yeah. But it yeah. can also be for yourself. Mm. Yeah, I mean, doesn't just because it's outward doesn't mm. mean it has to be for someone that's else. That's true. Yep. Um, so society identifies these cues as masculine and feminine, although what is considered masculine and feminine changes over time and varies by culture. Typically, transgender people seek to make their gender expression align with their gender identity rather than the sex they were assigned at birth. Hmm. Well, like, I don't know. I kind of... Typically, I guess. I feel like most of the things that are... I'm kind of in two minds about this. Um, because like, I feel like all of these things that they have listed as parts of gender expression should be degendered. Mm. I think so, too. I also have this feeling like, for instance, I'll bring up the example of like, um, like butchness for mm. lesbian women. Um, it's not in, like people say it's masculine, but it's not. It's a, fe- it's a feminine identity. So I don't really like the word female, but like, you know, it's a female identity, but I think it is a masculine identity. But like, isn't it? it's, I think it's read externally as masculine. Mm. And, but, but yeah, because you're saying like men, but like not every person would read, like, would like, agree with that. Um, so, like, yeah, I guess externally our society does cue stuff as masculine and feminine, but the person who's presenting it externally themselves might be going for something else entirely. Mm. I also have a problem with, like, the ones that just can't be helped, like body characteristics and voice. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't appreciate I got that deep my mass voice. voice. Yeah. That was the sound of my voice. Yeah, you got a deep voice. <laughs> Ain't nothing mask about it. Yep. If only society would fucking listen. Yep, just listen to my voice. <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah. I did, um, when I was on the other podcast, I did do the example of like, oh, I could be talking like this. 
and I did it even better, I think. Oh, I was actually job. I was actually just kind of like, I did that even better. The sisters will be very impressed. <laughs> Cisgenderism. Cisgenderism. <laughs> it's a disease and it can be transferred. That's why it's called ism. Uh, specifically, we're mocking the, the term transgenderism. Don't use it. Ever. No, don't and don't use cisgenderism either. Yeah, They're don't use silly. that either. That's not real. They're not real. They're not real words. Oh my god. What are you looking at? No, like the the tension just like got really intense. Oh, did I'm, it? Don't don't don't. They're not don't, real don't, words. Don't, no, please don't, don't do it. Please. Oh, we're joking about things that maybe shouldn't be joked with, but we have no choice. We gotta. This is who we are. <laughs> All right, hey, gotta... speaking of this is who I am, it's sexual orientation. Woo. Uh, describes an individual's enduring physical, romantic, and or emotional attraction to another person. Enduring. Mm. What? Mm. It specifies enduring. I think that's it. Uh, we'll touch on that. But uh, let me finish up because it's not Sorry. that long. Gender identity and sexual orientation are not the same. That's so, so, that's so baseline. Tra- so <laughs> transgender people may be straight, lesbian, gay, or bisexual, or other things. They didn't put no, that in. You can for, only be those. Yeah. For example, <laughs> a person who transitions from male to female and is attracted solely to men would identify as a straight woman. That's pretty good too. That's pretty baseline, but that's... Yeah. But yeah, the enduring thing I find interesting because there are people who have sex or like some kind of... Sometimes have feelings for certain people, but choose not to identify as not straight or whatever. And... Maybe that's bi erasure coming in or biphobia, but is it that person's choice? I kind of think it is. Mm. Um, but I do like the fact that they actually put physical, romantic, emotional in there. Mm. Yeah, that is nice. Because sometimes they're just seen as one, like in the general discourse surrounding romance and sexual and physical attraction, it's all just lumped in together, but they can exist independently of each other. We've talked about this before. Mm. Although, like, it seems basic that, like, gender identity and sexual orientation are not the same, but, like, that's... Thanks, website. No, but, like, that's, like, a literally something my dad has asked me. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Like, it confuses some people yeah. a lot. Yeah, I suppose if you've been raised in a society where it doesn't really get touched on, like, your whole life. Like, I'm pretty sure it literally blew his mind when I was like, Dad, I'm pretty much a gay man. <laughs> that's, yeah. I, yeah, it feels basic, but I think it's an important point. I'm just imagining your dad being shocked now. It's just like, huh? <laughs> um, on to the next one. Transgender. Oof. Oh, what does that mean? Oofed. What does that mean? It's an adjective. I like that. That they've only put them as adjectives. These are not nouns. There is no such thing as a transgender. I would gladly let someone call me a transgender, but they have to always put the a in front of it. <laughs> I gladly call myself a transgender. Yeah. But they have, you have to put it in air quotes every time. <laughs> That's the stipulation. No, just put trans in air quotes and then the gender just tacked right on. Like trans. Right. It's trans hyphen gender. No, it's not. Don't do that either. <laughs> please don't. Please. Anyway. This is the worst terminology episode ever. We're just like, oh yeah, this is cool, but never do it. Don't yeah. do it. Don't never do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so transgender, just use it as an adjective. Thanks. Okay. An example of an adjective is something that goes before a noun. Describes like, a thing. So a transgender as, person. As transgender man. Hmm. Transgender oh. pride parade. That's something we should probably touch on. Never put trans and then like the thing it's coming after together. So like trans woman is not one word because you're trans and a woman. You're not like something different from being a woman. It's like you wouldn't put tall woman together or like. Yeah, it's like you're qualifying trans women as being separate from women, which yeah. is so not true. It's just a separate thing. Yeah. And it's, it's frequently used intentionally by people that are really gross. 
Yeah, like you wouldn't say a lesbian woman. (laughs) (laughs) Or one word. Also at the same time though, it is a bit of like a, it's a thing that often I've seen older trans people use. I've seen younger trans people use it. Yeah, when I see younger trans people use it, it just stress, it, like, it distresses me because it's like, who have you been hanging around? I feel bad for you. No, it's just the hegemony of like how these terms are passed down through the culture. Yeah, or maybe they just don't see the difference in it. So they just yeah. make it, they just put it together don't understand why it is a problem. Yep. Yeah. Hey, let's, uh, what do they say about transgender? It's an umbrella term. Ooh. I like umbrellas. Good. They're good stuff. Essentially, like, the whole point of it is that their gender is not the same as the one they were assigned at birth, which I think is... Yeah? Is I don't know, is the crux of it? Because, I don't know... I'm pretty dis- sure that is the crux no, of it, yeah. like, In discussions with cis people, often they focus on the end result. What? Like, like you want to be a boy. You're oh, transitioning you into oh, yeah. a woman. Like, all right. that kind of stuff. Whereas, like... It's just it's it's not an end result. It's kind of a thing that happened it's a thing when that the person was is, born. Yeah, like everybody around the baby was like, oh, "Yeah, this is a boy." But like, yeah. All right. Yeah. And the next one's an old, outdated term. Don't use it uh, for other people. Some people might use it on themselves. It's transsexual. It's been um, redefined a little. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's kind of like. People tend to use it now if, like, they medically want to transition. It's kind of like a, almost like a... But it's also a little invalidating considering that there isn't an extra term to, like, you know? Like, for people that don't want to transition, for people that are no up and no hormones and that kind of thing. Like, the fact that there is this extra term for it instead of just saying, I'm not undergoing hormones. Yeah, it's like suddenly, like, you know, I don't know, neck-level trans. Or, like, as they say in my gender studies class... Full trans. Full trans? Are you full kidding? trans. They transed all the way. <laughs> Is that like yep. the full Monty except like a, a movie about trans people instead? They turned the trans up to 11. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, I had one more thing to say on it. Oh, I think it comes back to when we're talking about the difference between sex and gender and how society sort of preferences sex as some kind of scientific biological truth. So if you say that, I think there was this feeling that if you say you're transsexual, that it's more real like it's more like if i'm getting the genital surgery if i'm taking the hormones this makes me more Mm -hmm. or it's more validated by the medical community or what have you um but yeah like i said it's generally falling out of fashion some people use it to describe themselves but it's not a term that you should probably go putting on other people yeah yeah like so the advice there is never put it onto somebody else but if somebody is using it for themselves don't correct them about it yeah like it's not really your place whether you're trans or cis I think that that kind of speaks to all of these all together. Yeah. Um, identities are defined by the person who has it, not by other people. All right, next one. Next one is just trans. It's just trans. For God's sake. <laughs> you can skip that one. They, because this is a media release, they're like, hey, in your story, because the meaning is not precise or widely understood, be careful when using it with audiences who may not understand what it means. Hmm. I like that they don't have the asterisk. Good. Yes. Um, yeah, the asterisk, like, I did look into it because people were just kind of like, why can't I use the asterisk? And I was just like, well, it's not necessary, but also I'm going to look into this. Um, and it came from Usenet, where, like, a bunch of programmer nerds, like, you use asterisk in Unix operating system commands to mean, like, match all. Is it also, like, Boolean searching? Oh, I suppose so, yeah. yeah. Um, Sometimes it's an exclamation point, yeah. depending on what you're using, but yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it just means anything that comes after trans. Yeah, is like matches, but like there's only one thing that comes after trans. Well, that's, that's probably where the transsexual thing comes in as well. Either transgender or transsexual. So we're including everyone. And like non-binary and gender fluid identities, it was also a huge effort to include. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. get that either because it's just like trans star. Yeah, to include non-binary. No, that was that was in trans. It was <laughs> trans it? already. Also a move from the trans mask community because they felt the... You know, being yeah, trans had been like co-opted by trans femmes or something, and they were the only face of the community or something like that. I don't think trans femmes have ever chosen to be the face of the community. I think it's just like media hysteria over like with trans misogyny that led to trans women being more visible than trans men. I don't think trans women being visible has necessarily been a good thing. Yeah, I do want to see more trans mask reputation um, representation in the media, because mm. there's just so little. Yeah, like I think we've mentioned this before. What's worse, no no representation or really shit representation? Mm. It's still a really tough question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't have an answer, but it's a rhetorical question almost. <laughs> Sorry, we I derailed again. Okay, um, damn it. All right. So next next one, transgender man. Do we really have no, to go over that just one? Just a man who is transgender. Yeah, that's it. All right. Next one. But it's cool here where they like they say they do say to use it as two separate. I like that. Yeah, that's good. They also bring up the term FTM, and in the next one, uh, which yep. is transgender woman, they bring up MTF. Do we want to go into that? I'd just say some may also use, but again, it's something you shouldn't use for someone unless they're using it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it just reinforces the whole thing of like, which is society's imposition on trans people that, oh, you were born this and now you want to be that. And now you're undergoing steps to affirm in our eyes that you are that. And yeah. it's really that you always were. And you're not that you always were. Yeah. And uh, you're undergoing steps to make yourself more comfortable. Yeah. No. From, from my context, it feels very medicalized. Yeah. It's like definitely a thing that like doctors and surgeons are always oh, like yeah. trying to you know, I can tell a story about that. Shit. It tends to happen with older, it's the older generation as well. Mm. It's falling out of favor. The other cool thing here is that it says some may prefer to simply be called men or women without the trans modifier. Cause that comes first, right? Like, mm. um, yeah, I like using trans. I'm proud. I'm proud of being trans. Yeah, me too. But like, it's, it's a difficult thing to be. So yeah, uh, people listening to the podcast, you don't have to feel pressured. Like if you are trans and like you don't want to reveal that to people, that's fine. There's no like, obligation. Yeah, none you at all. You don't owe it to anyone. Um, you don't owe it to the community. You don't owe it to cis people. It's totally fine. Do whatever you want. Do whatever is safest and do whatever makes you most comfortable. Yeah, I feel like in this age of, I don't know, social justice or like super visibility and media representation. Them damn SJWs. <laughs> there's a lot of like, I don't know. A vague shame surrounding living stealth. Yeah. I mean, it's not something that I think I could ever possibly do because I don't think you can be stealth as a non-binary person. You just can't. <laughs> well, you can if you undergo uh, hormones. Yeah, but, like, it's not like nobody's ever born non-binary. Like, the whole point of stealth is that, like, for example, everybody at work or whatever just treats you like and they'd never, a man. They would never know mm. is the old thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're right. Yeah, there is no way to pass as non-binary in our society. Oh, I get what you're saying now, right? Yeah. I, I just like, because you say trans boy, I totally binarized it, and I'm sorry. No, I'm chill. Like, I, I, as a person, I'm pretty invested in passing. Yeah. But, like, there's just never, like, I'm always going to be obviously trans, I feel. Have you considered, like, a really big Santa beard? Because I think that would look really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I put 
Because I think that would look really funny. The bearded yeah. trans boy. The big old white beard. Is it white though? Like, yeah, it's white. is my hair and everything just still black? But the like, beard is white. But like, you actually apply like mascara to blend it. And Wait, like, it looks. It looks mascara oh, to the whole beard, like right no, down no, no, to my right, chest. No, 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 no. Like no. just where it comes, like just where it comes up to your your hair above oh. your ears. You apply like a tiny bit of mascara to blend it in, so it looks like you really do have a giant white beard. This is like such a huge amount of effort for something I don't care about at all. You've thought about this before, Charlotte. I don't want to know how, why, when. Kate with the same beard. Definitely thought about it before. Oh, it all started when I was 15. Just like, could I put a big white beard on Kate? I don't know. Let's find out. It's been my lifelong project. What is like eight years later? That's when the topic comes up. Yeah, um... I think I just resigned myself to the fact that it, like, going stealth, whatever, um, is, like, it's effort for me. Like, it's, it would be a lot of emotional, physical work, stress. You have to worry about people clocking you or whatever a bit more. Because it's kind of like, I don't think I could be accused of trying to trick anyone. Mm. You know, that's, that's something. That's um, interesting. But then again, I don't really know. So, like, I want to pass, but I don't want to have to adhere to other people's standards of what femininity is. So I'm kind of in this strange bind. But or, like, like, what being a woman is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on good days, though, I would never want even to be stealth or to, mm. to, to, to hide yeah. at all. That's, yeah. yeah like, I, mean, I don't think I would either. Like, These I, are all um, personal choices of ours, though. Yes. I think yeah. that we'd have to reiterate that. Yeah, I mean, that. yeah, it's everybody's choice. Mm. But like, especially like some like I said before, sometimes with the current media climate, there is like an emphasis on being visibly trans, and sometimes it's bad, but sometimes it is really good. Sometimes it is very. I feel very proud. Yeah. Next term. Ah, this is a good one. Um, it's crossdresser. Woo. All right. So while anyone may wear clothes associated with a different sex, sex? Come on. Guys, you're getting your terms mixed up. Anyway, go on. The term crossdresser like, this is, is penis clothes. Is typically used <laughs> to refer to heterosexual men who occasionally wear clothes, makeup, and accessories culturally associated with women. I guess that's true, but I guess like why is it not also homosexual men who crossdress? Like why is that no not crossdressing? Anyway, isn't that strange? Like, according to this, because I read further, that becomes drag apparently. That is so not right. That's the distinction. Oh, boy. Drag and cross-dressing have nothing to do with sexual orientation. Disagree with Glad here. Anyway, um, this activity is a form of gender expression and not done for entertainment purposes. Cross-dressers do not wish to permanently change their sex or live full-time as women. Not necessarily uh, true. Replace the old term transvestite. Well, I suppose if they did want to transition and then also transgender, and I think they're trying to make the distinction between cross-dresser and transgender. Okay, so back to the email we received earlier about crossplay and all that sort of stuff. I think I kind of identified it as a crossdresser in my mind for some time because of this kind of like thing. It's like, oh, heterosexual men, and it's like, oh, but I'm I'm attracted to women. That makes me a heterosexual man. Uh, not a man at all. Turns out, never was. Wow. Um, yeah. So like, I have this kind of thing. It's like, do crossdressers fit under the trans umbrella? Are they trans? No, like I don't want to tell anybody else what they are, but generally the main point of cross-dressing is that you're not a woman. Like, like people may eventually come out mm. and like come out as trans, but if like in the very present moment they're identifying as a cis man who likes to wear women's clothing, 
then then they're a cis man. Like, I think that's... Like, that doesn't mean that can't change. But I do think that it means they're not trans. It just is just a gender expression thing. It's just someone who does the gender expression different. Like, that, and we've already stated that expression and identity are different. So, therefore, it's not... But also, I kind of have this thing for, like, let's be kind to cross-dressers. Yeah. Because yeah. I think so many of them are, um, are, like, a closeted trans people and they need support and that sort of thing. They might not be. That's fine as well. And also, like to make the distinction here, transgender women are not cross-dressers or drag queens. Could be. (laughs) Could be. Have you seen Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, clad? They they could be. Um, Drag queens are men, typically gay men, not always, who dress like women for the purpose of entertainment. Be aware of the difference between transgender women, cross-dressers, and drag queens. Use the term preferred by the individual. Do not use the word transvestite at all unless someone specifically self-identifies that way. That's a good tip. What happened to the word transvestite? Um, Why is it problematic and what is its history? Why has it been replaced by cross-dresser? I think it was lumped into, like, a sexual thing, into, like, transvestic fetishism. No, no, there uh, there was a term that was, like... Um, oh yeah, okay. So the word travesty actually yeah, comes the, from the same word as transvestite. Yeah, it oh. means to. So when you say something's a travesty, you're saying it's someone wearing the clothes of a different gender, and that's an awful thing to do. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, it's a really transphobic term. Yeah. Um, but most people aren't aware of its origins. Um, but yeah, like I think the reason why transvestite's fallen out because it has this sound of being sexualized. Yeah. Uh, and while some people do have transvestic fetishes and don't want to shame that uh, it is distinct from being trans or even just a cross-dresser like because you could cross-dress for like non-sexual reasons or sexual reasons you know there's a bunch of things but it doesn't make you trans yeah i'm kind of confused i'm not confused about cross-dressing but like i don't really know what angle to approach it from because like i don't you know there's that you know famous eddie izzard quote where somebody's like why do you like wearing women's dresses? And he's like, this is not a woman's dress, it's my dress. I'm a man. I used that quote when I identified as a, cross, <laughs> as a cross-dresser for so that like, short few months. I've seen something interesting too in regards to Eddie Izzard identifying as being trans now. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, well, after that. he did like that marathon thing, charity thing that he did, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, was basically saying he's not, like it may be like in a roundabout way saying maybe non-binary, like I don't want to put words in, but mm. something mm. along those lines, like not, you know, somewhere between man and woman or something like that was the words used. Um, I will look it up, but I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There was one thing I wanted to bring up. I saw um, on Facebook this morning an ad from SBS for, um, I think it's for the upcoming um, tripod. Is there a band tripod? Awesome. Axis of Awesome. <laughs> the other one. Axis of Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it was started. It was just like putting on makeup for half of it, and that's like a really awful trope. It is an awful trope. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm sad that Jordan did that, but also it was her prerogative to do it. So, um, but just for people that don't know, putting on makeup is generally something that a producer really wants a trans person to do. Like from reading back on a lot of things where um, a trans person is being cast in a movie, a ton of them have people that just like have a scene putting on makeup because it's just sort of like a metaphorical thing of this is part of what makes you a woman and I hate it so much. I can definitely see where you're coming from, but I think in terms of people who are early in their transition, 
things like makeup and clothing are just so affirming and so important. They're so powerful, I think, yeah. yeah. But not for everyone. It's different for everyone. I mean, it's fine to wear makeup. It's fine to, like, use, like, wear feminine clothing, but I'm specifically against using it as a, um, as a part of introducing a trans character in yeah. anything. Like, it has problematic aspects, but I don't think you can just totally discount it as an important part of lived experience. No, no, I don't mean it's a... I'm not trying to discount it as part of the lived experience. I'm trying to discount it as, like, it is so heavily focused on by... Yeah, yeah I like agree with that. ...producers and that. filmmakers, yeah. Yeah. That's what gets me. Yeah, I'm like, why are you putting that part... And it's always Like, on, on the thing, like, why, why is that being shown of all of the stuff? It has no value except, like, look at this person undergoing a transformation from something to something, and it's usually, like, I see it as a very transphobic kind of way to do it. Well, look, to be honest, from a media perspective, it's a visually appealing, visually oh, yeah. easy to digest yeah. part of transition. We just have to be critical of what exactly it's appealing to. Sisses. <laughs> I'd really say it's, like, appealing to cis people's idea of transgender stuff. I agree, but also in the in in like the television age, in the visual age, you need to show something as a grab. Because I saw, I think I saw somebody share that on Facebook, mm. like the ad for SBS, mm-hmm. and like, what else would you show as a grab? That's true, but that's not a very good excuse. It's not a good excuse. Yeah, but like, I I think I can just see why it happens. That's because yeah. they're falling back on the tropes because of that's so what's been done before. Yeah. Perhaps. And maybe you're right, maybe it does work in a sense. Um, all right, maybe we should like split this up. There's Make a lot podcasts? of terms here. We can do this over another podcast. Well, I was thinking, like, do we want to keep going? We can just stop the podcast and make a new podcast. We're not like, it's not late at night, we're not tired or anything. Because yeah, we, we are over an hour. Can we finish off this until it gets to other terms you may hear? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, can we see the next one? Um, you did the last one, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're going to keep going around and... Sure. So you mean? You. Do you want to read the whole thing again? Hmm? Read the whole thing? Yep, I suppose. Well, do what you want. I'm not your keeper. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I'd do, run a trans podcast? <laughs> the next one is transition. And Glad has it down as altering one's birth sex is not a one-step procedure. It is a complex process that occurs over a long period of time. Transition includes some or all of the following personal, medical, and legal steps. Telling one's family, friends, and co-workers. Using a different name and new pronouns. Dressing differently. Changing one's name and or sex on legal documents. Hormone therapy. And possibly, though not always, one or more types of surgery. The exact steps involved in transition vary from person to person. And then in bolder is avoid the phrase sex change. Yeah, it's funny that they had to lead with altering one's birth sex is not a one-step procedure because, like, transition might not have anything to do with altering one's birth sex, yeah. you know? Like, it, it might not at all. I mean, it does go on to say that, but I think that's, like, a prime misconception that the media needs to know about. Like, I remember being a kid and everyone, like, would throw around sex change like it was some joke, but it was used a lot. Like, the term was used heaps. Um, from Jerry Springer to... Uh, South Park and all that sort of stuff, kids in the playground. Is, it, it, I heard it heaps, like the term sex change heaps. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't hear it so much anymore. Yeah. Which is such a good thing. Because I don't relate to that experience at all, being a couple of years younger than you. I don't, hardly have any memories of anybody saying sex change. 
Yeah, I did, like I have no idea when I found out about trans people, but I think it was pretty late in life, like after 13 or so. Like the thing, the, the emphasis on like the surgical, like altering one's birth sex being a one-step procedure, it makes it sound like that's actually the easiest part of transition, in which it's not. Like there are huge financial um, obstacles, obviously, but like socially transitioning is a longer, more arduous and, I don't know, kind of vaguely more risky procedure, I feel. What? Huge tracks of financing. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Thank you. (laughs) But no, yeah. Yeah. And I think often also people think that once you have, you know, the surgery. That's when it's Everyone's just going to accept you. Yeah, it's the real thing. And that is not the truth. There's something that I've been seeing a lot, like going to the awfulness that is Yahoo Answers. Just just like we we had a good chuckle at a few of those before the podcast. Um, Like a lot of people saying nip and tuck for for like vaginoplasty. Isn't that like a... uh, that's like, a stomach thing, yeah. isn't it? Isn't what is it like called? A... Uh, liposuction. Yeah. Isn't that what that is? I thought it was. I don't know. Or like a, a neck thing? Or like isn't, a that, yeah, like... isn't that kind of how like plastic surgery tends to work on like facial features and stuff like that? Mm. Like if you've got excess skin or fat, you cut and then you re-jig yeah. Yeah. it. <laughs> then also people saying the snip and I'm like, it's not coming off. Yeah, there's just this complete like misunderstanding that somehow like genital surgery is just the removal like how like is some weird like physical anti-vagina sentiment that is just seen as the absence of a penis which is so much more than that just like take away the penis and get a power drill that's how doctors do it and they charge you a lot of money like do they expect everyone is just going to look like a ken doll (laughs) (laughs) yes Like, these people saying it, have they not, like, are these straight, like, straight people, I'm assuming, like, straight cis people saying it, have they not interacted with a vagina? Do they not have one? Do they not have someone that they have seen? Like, this is this mystery around vaginas. It's so That nice. is just... They don't look, it's, like, it's too weird to look. They just, like, turn off the lights, go in blind. It's missionary. Missionary. Like, sheets on. I think part of it Eyes comes... Eyes on. Bras on. <laughs> Part of it comes from just, like, (laughs) the fact that nobody expects trans people to have any sort of positive relationship with their bodies. Mm. So, like, you know, the snip is just removing the negative part and not putting anything useful or pleasurable in its place. Just get rid of it. Just, like, all trans people can ever have is less discomfort. Yeah. Never comfort or, or pleasure. Yeah. It's true. And not everyone has genital dysphoria, and some people have immense genital dysphoria. Mm from a very young age even like it's just this does not fit me this is not a part of me and other people it does not bother them their entire life it doesn't make them any more or less trans yeah yeah uh i think moving on yep the next one ties in very well so let's see wait what was the last one the last one was transition the next one is sex reassignment surgery ah so um do you want to like amend this to grs at the same time yeah we should probably point out that like there's a lot of stuff in this paragraph. It's a small paragraph, but I want to. It's kind take of, apart um, a lot of it. contradicting itself too, right? Where it's like, don't say sex, but also sex reassignment surgery. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so GRS. What do you take that to stand for? 
Um, I frequently hear gender, but then also genital. Actually, I heard that for the first time today when we were talking about pre-podcast. Yeah, I like genital reassignment surgery the best myself. I like gender reaffirmation, reaffirmation surgery. Yeah, I like those. I think I like those the best um, because reassigning it, it's like the surgery is not re- reassigning your gender. Yeah. Oh, no, did I say really... reassigning? I meant to say reaffirmation. Yeah, That's reaffirmation. The one that I, yeah. But both those terms are used, though. Yeah. One of them is not as good, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so, uh, general, uh, well, general reassignment surgery or uh, gender reaff- reaffirmation surgery um, refers to doctors, doctor-supervised surgical interventions, and there's only one small part of transition. Uh, see transition above. Rewind the podcast if you want to see that. <laughs> Avoid the phrase sex change operation. That's weird. Like, if they're fine with sex reassignment surgery, then sex change operation is almost interchangeable. Sex change, sex reassignment. They kind of mean the same thing. They do. Like, why is there a distinction there? Did someone just accidentally write sex reassignment? They really meant to write GRS. No. Do not, to, do not refer to someone as being pre-op or post-op. Like, we should annotate that with, like, if people refer to themselves with that, that's fine. Like, but don't impose that on other people. Um... Not all the transgender people choose to or can afford to undergo medical surgeries, and uh, journalists should avoid overemphasizing the role of surgeries in the transition process. In I like fact, that. Everyone please, should avoid. Please, please start doing this. Oh, yeah, thank God. Can, like, can they read this? Like, it's not perfect, but it's much better than what we've currently got. Yeah, maybe, like, if I ever do interviews and stuff like that again, I'll send this. Like, it isn't perfect. Maybe there's a better one out there, yeah. but it's just a good place to start. Like, the bold stuff, like, phrase sex change and journalists should avoid overemphasizing the role of surgeries are such good things. Why don't we just copy this and put it on transgeneral.supplies? We'd and have then, to like, fix it. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can we? Is it a free race? Anyway, moving on, Kate, the stuff you want to say about this. Oh, well, the main thing I wanted to talk about, Charlotte kind of covered it, was just, like, the pre-op, post-op thing. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of hard, like, it seems hardline in this guide, you know, do not refer to someone as being pre-op or post-op. But kind of like I said before, it is a term that, like, the vast majority of people use to refer to themselves as being pre-op, post-op, or non-op. But then it's also, like, grossly used in, like, um... Were you the one that brought up yeah. that it's brought up? Yeah, it's used in the porn communities and stuff very frequently. Yeah, um, and if like in dating, like yeah, um, yeah. particularly in um, like trans women who are into men, yeah, uh, or sites for men to get with trans women, it's all like makes this huge distinction pre-op, post-op, and there's this very like anti-pre-op sentiment that somehow mm. if you don't have the genitals, then you're not the gender, and yeah, you know, that's that's, that's a bad part. Um, her story was really good. Yeah, yeah. You watched it. It's great. I liked it a lot. Do you want to go to the next one? Yeah, next one. Um, gender identity disorder. Uh, <laughs> GID. It's outdated. Please see gender dysphoria. That's all it says under that one. I'm very gender dysphoria. <laughs> in nine in 2013, 19. Where did that come? In 2013, <laughs> the American Psychiatric Association (APA) mm. released the fifth edition of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, the DSM-5, which replaced the outdated entry "gender identity disorder" with "gender dysphoria" and changed the criteria for a diagnosis. The necessity of a psychiatric diagnosis remains controversial, as both psychiatric and medical authorities recommend individualized medical treatment through hormones and or surgeries to treat gender dysphoria. 
Some transgender advocates believe the inclusion of gender dysphoria in the DSM is necessary in order to advocate for health insurance that covers the medically necessary treatment recommended for transgender people. So this is a bit complex then, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. One of them mixed bags. Because there is, there is an argument to be made for both sides, and I'm not entirely sure where I stand. I don't think it should have to be in the DSM for it to be available to... Like, being trans isn't a disorder, right? It's not a mental disorder. But dysphoria sure as hell feels like one. And, yeah, like, if that's what they need to do currently for people to get health insurance cover, it's shit, but, like, it's pragmatic. But I feel like it should be made available to people because it does impact on other things, like... Like, gender dysphoria showing up alongside, like, depression... If it was on the same level, is it on the same level? I haven't actually read the DSM, gotta say. Not not a doctor. Um, I think I have read it, but I don't remember it. Yeah, if they were like, on the I've same level, part. then it didn't make like a huge deal out of gender dysphoria as opposed to like whatever deal it makes out of depression. They manifest in similar ways. Like Each of them have their own things, but like both of them overlap quite a bit. I'm fine with it, honestly. Like It, it allows it to be seen as like something that like, does need treatment. It doesn't like it. It doesn't. I don't think it invalidates genders by, like, gender dysphoria itself being seen as a problem. But it's literally in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Uh, like, I think it. The point for insurance is definitely valid. Although you can claim like, if if you get injured at work, you can claim that on insurance, and that is not a mental disorder. That's true. Like, there are definitely ways that we could, as like a legal and economic system, get around this. I think. I, yeah, I, I think it's also maybe like an American-centric thing. Yeah, I think mm. it is really stigmatizing for just existing as a trans person to be classed as a mental disorder. Yeah, we need we need ways to receive treatment that aren't like necessarily so medicalized. And um... I think with that, it comes down to capitalism again. It's just like, why do you need treatment? Are you in this big book of things that we need to treat? Actually, <laughs> sorry. sorry. Yeah, it also enforces, this is a quick point, it also enforces the idea that, like, all trans people want slash need medical intervention, which isn't true. And it kind of just, I don't know, it feels devaluing. Does that come from the idea that not all trans people get gender dysphoria or experience gender dysphoria in any fashion? But the ones that do, that's the part that's disordered? I guess. Yeah, that's what, like, that's kind of how. I think I've encountered that idea before. Because, I mean, it's, un- it's a feeling of unease. It's not good. Yeah. I can see why they are lumping it in with psychiatric things, but I think a lot of people are making the connection because it is a mental disorders manual that, that, that transness is, but the, perhaps it's the feeling of dysphoria that is. Yeah, that's what I meant by, like, my thing. If it was just alongside... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. what you mean. Yeah. But, like, why can't... I don't know. I, I feel like it... It should be able to be treated without having to be put in that book. That's like, again, I'm not a doctor, yeah. but, like, there are things that can be wrong with your body that can make you in your mind feel bad. Mm. But, like, it's not in your mind, it's just your body. That does make a lot more sense. Like, for like me, when it was, you come it's, from that angle. It's, it's a thing of, like, my body is not right this way. Mm. But, like... Your body isn't right for your mind. Are you, treating, are you treating the mind or are you treating the body? Yeah. Like, I think when we do surgeries and hormones, we treat the body. Mm. The mind, you know, is pretty much fine. Okay, I've got, I've got a question that's pretty personal so we can cut it. And it's for Charlotte. And it's the term disorder. Yeah. As someone who's, um, like, ASD. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, is disorder necessarily a bad term? I don't find it offensive personally, but I can see how people would. Yeah. We can. We don't have to cut that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, is it is it ableist? I, I don't. I don't know. Like, I, to think that it is a bad thing to necessarily be lumped in with something that's a disorder as being so undesirable, um, to begin with. I don't know. Like the comparison you made with depression before. Yeah. Like depression is something that you know stops me. Yes. From you know just like doing tasks yeah. and existing in the way that I want to exist. Yeah. yeah. Being trans is not something that stops me from existing in the way I want to exist. Has gender dysphoria, though? That's what I was trying to say. That, like, gender dysphoria and depression have stopped me in very similar ways. Yeah, but I never see that as a problem with my own self. I see it as a problem with society. Like, mm. like, some, like some parts of dysphoria are a problem with my, my body, yeah. but other types are a societal thing. Yeah, that's fair. I haven't gotten in that way yet. I just get body dysphoria at the moment. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I get body dysphoria brought on by society. Because people don't see your body the way that reflects your gender identity. Yeah. You don't necessarily, like, if you're in a vacuum and you look at your body, would you be okay? I don't know. Because I know before <laughs> transition, I, I was just not okay with my body, and I don't think it was necessarily a societal thing. I thought maybe it was some kind of, like, internal feedback. That's just the way I read it. I was never Everyone's okay with different. my body, and I had no idea why. Yeah. I had that with, like, my breasts and my hips. Like, that's just I'm not okay with that. But, like, things like my voice, my height, my face, facial hair, that's, like, societal dysphoria. Yeah. That's society being like, oh, well, you don't. So you want a Santa beard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glue it on me. A false Give dichotomy me. right here. <laughs> cool. Yeah, look, no definitive answer to this. Uh, yeah. Just some discussion Sorry, on yeah. it. I don't the actually... Question? Oh, the question was gender dysphoria, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't really know exactly where I lie on it. It does make me uncomfortable that it's in there. Yep. I just think there are ways around it. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary for it to be in there in order for trans people who need surgery and hormones to get that care. Yeah. That's my line. Thinking about it, like, um, there's, like, if you are low on hormones and you just kind of go in and you're just like, I am a cis person, please give me more of the hormones that my body naturally produces, they give you more. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, the menopause thing. Yeah. Menopause probably does cause, like, mental distress yeah. to middle-aged cis people. Mm. But, like, Just, they don't have to go through, like, years of, like, psychiatric treatment mm. to receive the Like, hormone. are you sure you want to alter your body? Because this, this is the way it was made for you. Are you sure? And they, like, they hold up a picture of Casper and they go, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Casper the gender goes. <laughs> Casper the gender goes. All right, look, that's all we're going to do on terms because, geez, there are plenty more and there's yeah. lots to talk about. We could do more Five in the time. next thing if we do a thing. Let's go eat pizza. Let's, Let's eat, eat pizza. pizza. Yeah, and, and then decide if we're going to do another one. Let's, Let's jump, jump back on board. board. Yep, cool. All right, thanks for listening to Transgeneral, everyone. You can um, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash transgeneral and you can find us on Twitter as at transgeneral. Um, our Patreon is at patreon.com forward slash transgeneral. You can get that to that from our website, which is transgeneral.supplies. Um, please do send things in, um, either through Twitter or through Facebook. Like, Facebook's less of a popular one for us, which is understandable because they're really shitty to trans people. Or you can send it to us directly through our website. We've got a form submission, like, We'd love to hear from all of you. Um, so, and also, we've never actually asked this, but if you could rate the show on iTunes, that'd be super cool. Yeah, give us five stars. I mean, we're clearly a five-star show. Like, professional production. Uh, we know our stuff. We're right on top of it all. Podcast starts with a song we, with a song we stole. Just you can't <laughs> even fault us. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you.